We back. Welcome back to Kids From Yesterday podcast. We are here with season two, episode one, aptly named The Return. Because we're back. That's, we're this, back. Is so, this is so exciting, Clodagh. Are you, are you just delighted I'm to so be back? I'm so excited. And we're back in, in a really kind of di- different way than we were before, as you can probably guess, due to the, the Rona, Miss Rona. Courtney is recording from her house and I'm recording from mine. So this is kind of an experiment as well. Um, into seeing if we can get other people to come and join us on the podcast, maybe. Um, but yeah, for now it is two gals, two mics, and one podcast. <laughs> and we're gonna try and see if we can continue to bring the podcast to you as time goes on because it is a bit of a different scenario for both of us. It's been like four seconds and you've made a, a, a two girls, one cup reference. Yes. <laughs> The what tone. Else expect? Welcome back. Um, so, for anybody who doesn't know, or who maybe this is your first time tuning in, my name is Courtney. And my name is Cloda. This is Kids from Yesterday Pod, and we talk about all things emo, all things alternative, all the time, always. Always. Um, and for this episode, we're going to, our last episode, the end of season one, was our Christmas party, our Kids from Yesterday Christmas party. We were live from Courtney's kitchen and we basically, our friend Danny came on the podcast and she read her hilarious My Chemical Romance, romance fan fiction that she uh, wrote herself when she was 14 or 15. And when she came on the pod at that time, it was, you know, it was the end of the year. It was the Kiss Me Yesterday Christmas party, as we now call it. And it we recorded about three or four days before My Chemical Romance were due to do their return show in L.A. at the end of 2019. And at the time, we were hoping for Ireland to date. We were hoping we'd get an Irish date. And that, we was, that, was a, that was a different world. That like, was a different world. Little did we know what was coming. I just I, I clearly have no concept of time because what month are we in now is this May is this is we're this? in May I know okay. do you know what I was actually writing something earlier and I was like oh it's you know it, it was due to happen in May and then I was like wait wait it is May like what is happening it's not even just like the first or second of May it's literally the 10th <laughs> what what is happening time is a construct but like I just think back to that when we were like oh my god maybe we'll get my chem dates maybe this will be the best year ever and then we got the announcement that we wanted this was june was to be the summer of the emo this was like honestly yeah yeah, this was um what have we been calling it like we had 20 2019 and then we had oh the roaring 20s yeah um, it means I love you and dinosaur, just in case you weren't aware. But um, it was supposed to be the best month ever. We were going to see my chem in Milton Keynes in England, and then we're going to see them play in Dublin. And then a week later, we were going to see Hello Megator, which was Green Day, Fall Out Boy and Weezer, um, which makes sense, obviously, because if you are a fan, a long standing fan of um, Kiss Me Yesterday, you will know that Green Day own the Pinkerton Masters. So. <laughs> So it made so much sense. <laughs> it just, it absolutely made sense. Um, and now none of this is happening. I don't know. I, what, how, how do we, how do we cope, Clara? We don't. We're just about coping. To be honest, I can't believe that, you know, the first year of the Roaring Twenties has been cancelled. Like, <laughs> it is literally 2020 was really turning into a year of the bloody emo. We had My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy. Now, we didn't know this at the, when we recorded our last episode, but Hayley Williams has released new music, which we'll talk about. There's a new Twilight book coming out, which we will talk about as well. Like, 2020 was really shaping up to be year of the emos. And we, I, I could never have imagined that we would have kind of came back in 2019. I mean, as in, we would have started our podcast then having all these hopes and dreams 
to have them all come true and then crushed before our very eyes. Like we've been making jokes since the, the beginning that everything we predicted came through, came through, came true. I don't know how to speak anymore. It's been so long since I've seen another human. <laughs> Help us. Um, but I think we we made many predictions. We predicted my camo would come back and like we predicted so many things. And then it's like you can have your predictions, but they will also get horribly cancelled and everything will be terrible because the world will fall apart. Literally like we manifested it and it's like a game of be careful you know be careful what you wish for you wish for something and something bad's gonna happen because I'm pretty sure at some point last year I think maybe in the Paramore episode I had said like I would love to see a new album for them from them and we basically got one because Zach and Taylor are have written music for Haley's new album so we've low-key gotten one um but that came through and you know then she was like hey I'm coming to play in the UK she skipped Ireland, whatever. And I believe that has all been cancelled. She was literally supposed to play here um, or in the UK next this month. And it's obviously all been postponed. But I just can't believe that we have got all our wishes come true and they've just been crushed. Now, we will at the end of the episode, we'll get to that. We're going to do our 2020 predictions because even though it's the middle of May, we haven't actually done an episode yet this year. So we haven't been able to put our predictions out there in the world. I am afraid to, you know, speak these things into existence though just in case something terrible happens but saying that if we make our predictions now obviously everything that we wanted to happen this year is now going to happen next year so we could just have like the best year ever next year that's my hope that everything will be fine and next year the best year ever so um if you were going to the dublin date of my chem that has been postponed to the 22nd of june 2021 um and then the milton Keynes dates have been postponed to june 17th 19th and 20th 2021 um Mm -hmm. yeah see the thing is i also think this might be my fault because the whole time that we were talking about going and we were planning traveling and we were planning hotels and stuff i was like yes june next year so i feel like this is my fault (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't grasp the idea that it was happening like in five months or whatever when we were first talking about this so i think this is my fault I'm Which sorry. Not, there's somebody else who can blame. So at the start of the year, myself and two of my friends went to London. We went, no, we went to Manchester, sorry. We went to see Kylie Ray Jepsen. And because we, we had spent like three days together, like on the way home, like we, we not that we we fought or anything, but one of my friends was like, I don't want to see you till August. Don't want to look at you. Don't even talk to me. I'm busy for the next how many weekends. <laughs> and then the Rona came around and we were like, no, look what you've done. You're not going to see us till August. So coincidence i don't know it's hard to know i feel like everybody has like a th- maybe you guys listening have like a a thing that you did did you do something did you do something <laughs> to cause this let's talk about it you can send us an email at kidsmsjpod at gmail.com we are on what's our other things god i don't it's remember it's so long since we've done this you know what like i have literally been communicating in grunts and points at my boyfriend for the past few months so this is weird to have a normal conversation with somebody um we are on twitter at kids from Pod. Our Instagram is at kids from yesterday pod. So is our Facebook and so is our Tumblr. Yeah, we're on Tumblr too. Courtney runs the Tumblr. She asked before we started recording, she started telling Sorry. memes that were going around. And I was like, are they on Tumblr? Because I haven't seen them. So yeah, she looks after the Tumblr. Do you mean Courtney or do you mean Tumbly? Because Because <laughs> as we know from a previous episode, uh, Tumbly runs our Tumblr. Tumbly um, does our Tumblr. Yeah. And Tumbly, <laughs> Tumbly dropped the ball in the last little while. And it went tumbling, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. Tumbly, Tumbly will find their way back. It's all good. Tumbly is very sorry, and <laughs> we'll curate good content for you again. Um, but you can follow us there too, and you can send us messages. And we got some really nice messages. Um, I got one a while ago from a person who I think was in the UK and mm-hmm. had been writing a thesis and um thanked us for having episodes to sustain them. Um, which was really nice. It was a really sweet thing to get. But also then we just left them down horribly by not, <laughs> by not recording anything else. Yeah, we kind of just fell off a bridge there, you know. Fine. I, it happens. We're back. This is all that matters. Um, so with those my cam dates, they're back. We know we know when they're postponed to. There has been no news on Hello Megator as of yet. Nothing. So that's a that's a whole thing. But it's fine. We're fine. We're yeah, fine. I think it's going to be We're difficult fine. for them to manage coordinating three bands at the same time again. Yeah. Be- you know, 
so it might be just a bit harder for them to figure things out and to book things and because I guess everyone's postponing things uh it's probably a bit difficult for them and I'm actually so like it did take my chemical romance a while to announce finally that they were postponing everything but I'm delighted that we eventually found that out and that it was a postponement and not a cancellation because there would have been a lot of tears from imagine me. we had waited so long <laughs> for to get back together and be like nah it's not happening now lads we're not doing that that would have been a bit shite yeah, I, I like that um, Gerard kind of softened the blow a little bit by being like, we really want to do this, but not at any, not at the expense of anybody's health. And it was like, that's a nice way of saying we're still going to do it. We're just, I mean, it was, this was like reading between the lines because the post was, I don't know if you've seen it. It's on his Instagram. He said something about a dream that he had about some stuff that happened. And then, I mean, I say stuff that happened, not because I'm being vague on purpose. I didn't understand. Um, and then something about a Queen song, which was the show must go on. And then he was like, so anyway... <laughs> The show. Oh, yeah, it was quite sweet. It was a, it was a very Gerard way of kind of um, saying a way yeah. of, way a way of being, but it was good. Um, I appreciated it, and then obviously they made the announcement kind of a week or so later. So it was it was nice to to know that it'll be another it, year before they smell of tour. Before they smell <laughs> of tour. That's, we're just we're just hitting it with all the old references. And seriously, if you've never listened to this podcast before, you need to go back and listen to our back catalog. We have yeah, eighteen we episodes listen. up, um, and you too will understand what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, because like I said in our last episode of the last series, uh, our friend Danny came on. She told, but it was part two of her My Chemical Romance fanfic. So there's also a part one, which is a couple of episodes before that again, and hopefully season two will allow us all to be together once again to record part three that would be amazing i would enjoy just the, the finale because there is an end in sight of the, of that story um and that would be cool so that's my dream that is my dream for 2020 that's this dream. isn't a, it's yeah. not a prediction it's a dream um new music please talk to me about new music i want to know about music that's new, new music. so in the land of emo we have new music from a couple of different bands um First of all, as you mentioned already, we have Hayley Williams. She has she announced back at the end of December that she was going to be releasing some music solo. And the project that she had been working on is called Petals for Armour. And I keep reading it in my head as Petals for Amour because I know Paramore is like actually spelled like Amour, Paramour. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I think it's a it's a it's a nice it's a really great name for the project, I think. Um, it came out on the 8th of May so she started releasing it in three different sections three different batches the last batch came out on May 8th she's got new singles she's got new videos for everything I think it's really creative and I think it's really what she needs to do at this point in her life because she has spoken a lot about her mental health and obviously as we know she went through a divorce as well and I feel like Paramore wouldn't have been the right way for her to explore like uh, uh, even though she's explored like her love story in Paramore songs before like Still Into You and other ones that she had about Josh <laughs> all of brand new eyes literally all of brand new eyes um I think it was really important for her to have this standalone thing where she could be completely herself and it just be Hayley because she deserves to have her moment in the sunlight um and it's a really great album I really like it I think it's something really different to what she's done before when I first heard Simmer and there was all this breathing I was like what is going on what what is she doing um but I actually think it's, it's really really good it's a great album what do you think of it Courtney uh, <laughs> that was really cute what do you think Courtney <laughs> thanks Clauda um so I'm gonna be real honest and I'm gonna say that I'm I knew we were recording today but I left all my homework to this morning so this morning I lamented that you can't speed listen to two full albums and several singles so I listened to bits I'd already listened to Simmer I listened to Cinnamon I listened to Dark Horse I really fucking love Dark Horse that's amazing really good I feel like I need to come back to this at a time where my head is in the right like I want I want to hear it properly I yeah. want to hear it as it's intended and I think I'm not in the right like brain space brain space brain space we're going with brain space to actually, that, yeah yeah it's my it's my it's my word um, <laughs> <laughs> 
it's very late in the day it's not really but I have been doing other things today and I kept <laughs> all day I've just been like Clodagh is going to be really upset when I come on and I'm like hey guys um but yeah my my brain space does not allow me to properly enjoy what she's doing with Pedals for Armour but I totally like respect the message behind it I respect why she's doing it and I think there are some really cool little additions to was it Dark Horse that had the thing about I'm sorry for sending this late to you I I was in a depression yeah yeah I I just really liked that as an addition as like it's a very raw sort of especially she's been so vocal about her mental health and stuff I think it's a very raw insight into like yes that is actually how it feels yeah at the time for a lot of people because like you just I mean I'm we've talked about mental health on this podcast before like sometimes there are days where I'm just like you know what I am mm, there's no point in me trying to do anything Mm -hmm. for at least once it goes past three days I start worrying but like I will allow myself two to three days of like "Mm," and then after that I'm like I just pull myself out of this horrible hole but I have it's totally relatable to just be like you know what I said I would do this thing but instead I died for three days in bed staring at the ceiling and now I'm fine yeah (laughs) I know, totally understandable. <laughs> yeah. So it's relatable. Actually, no, I was going to say, it reminds me of this tweet I seen where it was like, if I haven't replied to my email and you see me tweeting, it's because I don't use my brain when I tweet. <laughs> and that, that little snippet of Hayley talking just reminded me of that because sometimes you're in the headspace to like, you can do nothing, but like, don't expect me to come out with coherent sentences because I don't use my brain when I tweet. Or when I podcast. That's or when I podcast. <laughs> We're learning that too. Um, this was so earlier when Clara was saying about uh, memes that were on Tumblr. I do think they leaked over to Twitter, so I'm not sure Grandma Clara has an excuse. But there was <laughs> there was the whole thing about people thinking in the just the pre-chorus of Simmer that Haley goes, Kevin, maybe sound engineer Michael can put in that clip because I think it's it's illustrative. We can do this legally. Yeah, put it in like a little Kevin. But it just it just sounds like Kevin. I'd never heard it before because I'd seen all the memes and I was like, what are you people talking about? Because I literally I couldn't hear it, and then I kind of had it on in the background while we were doing the plan this morning, and then I just heard Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> and I was like, I can't wait to tell Clara. But yeah, you don't you don't know what I'm talking about. So that's that's fine. I've never heard this. I mean, obviously the next time I hear Simmer now, this is all I'm going to think about. It's all I'm going to hear. But, but yeah, it was like you know the. <laughs> you, you must know the meme of like the two people holding hands, like the the two strong arms, and it's like one person says one thing and then they meet in the middle in a handshake okay yeah this is obviously a pre-coronavirus meme yeah because we would never have a shaking hands meme in a post-corona world but the two things were like Hayley Williams uh, Kevin McAllister's mom Kevin (laughs) yeah okay that is a good one okay okay. (laughs) this is the meme station we're able to explain memes we'll put it up on our Instagram I'm sure Tumblr will find it it's all fine don't even worry about it Tumblr will bring this content to you um other new music have you listened to the used new album Coda no okay so I did my homework (laughs) I did my homework this morning um so Heartwork by the used come out on April 24th um it's it's interesting okay so like I think the thing about the used is they've been around for a really fucking long time. Most people probably know the my chem used under pressure cover that they did mm-hmm. together. Um, and then you probably know the bird and the worm, um, and the pretty handsome awkward, and maybe you know like oh um taste of ink I think is like their most popular song. But they have this really weird habit of like the album starts out in one place and then it ends somewhere else completely different so it began and I was like this is a tune I'm really into this it reminds me of like 2007 um and then they had a song with uh Jason Butler from Peter 333 and that live um and like Jason has this really cool thing he does when he writes songs sorry I'm like (laughs) music (laughs) education with Courtney but um this is this is genuinely really interesting so Jason Butler does this thing where in his songs that his songs tend to have like three distinct acts so it starts somewhere it has like a really cool bridge and then the end will just be something really fucking raw and like I don't know it's really cool if you haven't listened to Fever 333 before like do it because they're really good but his songs tend to do this so this song kind of did that and then the album kind of you know dips into a fever you can't sweat out era slash maybe a little bit of end sevenfold and then there's a song with mark hoppus and a mark with travis Bar- a mark with travis Bar- <laughs> <laughs> there is a song with mark hoppus and a song with travis barker okay. separately um 
I don't know. It just it felt kind of all over the place. But there is a song called 1984, um, 1984 Infinite Jest, and I think he wrote this because the the two books obviously 1984 by your man what's his name George Orwell <laughs> yeah thank you 1984 <laughs> that <laughs> your man and then Infinite Jest who uh I can't remember who wrote that maybe it was also George I don't think it was George as well but anyway they were Burt McCracken's two favorite so- two favorite songs <laughs> sorry <laughs> you're very excited about this Courtney I have to say <laughs> they were Burt McCracken's two favorite albums no <laughs> Books, Courtney, books. <laughs> I know what these are. I write them. I know how to say books. Um, excuse me. <laughs> they were Bert. <laughs> they were Bert McCracken's two favorite books. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh dear, that's gonna be in the teaser for this week, isn't it? Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, 1984, I'm crying. <laughs> so 1984 and Infinite were Bert McCracken's two favourite books that he read um, when he was in rehab and he thought this was supposed to be like a satirical song. It was talking about um, like the state of the world. It was kind of like a, oh, everybody's phones are like attached to their hands. But thankfully that's not how the song sounds because I hate that shit. I like mm-hmm. we need especially right now we need technology more than ever because this is yeah. the, people are gonna get to stay connected. We know this. You're listening to us because you're lonely probably. <laughs> <laughs> you want some friends and you're stuck with us. I don't I don't know what to do with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he um this song is great. But there is a, a my cam reference in. The song which like it has it references the line of like the real black parade and stuff mm-hmm. but so here's the thing okay sometimes I go on like a fandom fall if okay. you will to the rabbit hole um I had it in my head that Burt McCracken had done something that upset people but nothing bad like he wasn't a bad person mm-hmm. just that I had it in my head that there was some kind of like past fandom beef so I started digging and then it looks like him and Gerard Way fell out at some point but there is the old fandom conspiracy that Jared and Bert were dating at one point um supported by yeah but it was supported by the time that somebody asked were they going out and Jared or was it was it Jared or was it Bert one of them fumbled anyway trying to <laughs> it was either of the two people it was one of the two <laughs> Of the two people, it was one of the two. Um, they kind of fumbled the explanation of like how they went out, and they were like, "Oh, we do go out together musically." I mean, on tour. So it's like there's there is like a, a fandom meme of like, "Oh, we go out musically." I mean, and I've never understood it because I never saw the original reference material. So I was just like, "I'm old and I don't understand this reference." Now oh. I do, bitches. Okay, we're, he- we're here now and we understand. Um, but this was great. Like I fell in this like this like rabbit hole for like an hour this morning, listened to the album, and um, by the end of it, I was like, Bert and Gerard were dating. I'm here <laughs> for it. And, like I went and talked to our friend Danny, who did the the um fandom episode with uh-huh. the, fan, the fanfic episode with us, and I was like, here's what I've learned. And I was like, I don't know what their ship name is, but like forget Ferrard. Like I'm all about Berard. And she was like, no, Gert. Gert. <laughs> <laughs> No, it gets better. Gert McWaken. <laughs> so I told her I was going to say it on the podcast, and I have. Hi. Oh my <laughs> god, that's um, a really great name. Yeah. So that was that was what I did this morning. The album is something. I really like. No, there are some things I really like. I really like Paradise Lost. I really like Blow Me. That's the song that has Jason Butler on it. Um, I really like 1984, and I really like The Lighthouse, which is a song that has Mark Hoppus on it, which is great. Um, and also to feel something because that ends really cool. So it's kind of like random bits, but like each one, they don't feel like they, they don't feel like they go together. I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna have put these songs on this week's playlist, so um, you'll maybe have listened to them. If you haven't, you can go and have a check. Go and have a check. Go <laughs> See what you think. what we do is we put together like playlists of each podcast so like all the songs we talk about or reference um you can find them on our spotify i think you'll need to like go to our link tree which is on in our bio on our instagram you can click in there and you can get access to our playlist there we'll also put it up on twitter so that you can have a look at it but yeah we'll put all these songs on them i'm definitely going to go and listen to the used after this to be honest i've never really listened to them i remember listening to them when i was younger and 
you know, my peak emo um, and didn't really, wasn't really into it, but I'd always kind of known there was that connection with MCR there. And now that there's a reference to MCR in one of the songs, I'm going to definitely go and have a listen. But it's not just one song, Laura. This is what the fandom uh-huh. told me this morning. This is what I've learned. It's um, in Pretty Handsome Awkward. And the chorus is, are you okay? And it's like, Jared, because remember the whole thing with Jared and Linz, where like he'd get up on stage and he would have like a message written on his body that like was for Linz to see and then she'd respond. So we know he's all about the secret messages. So I'm just like, I'm fully believing in this conspiracy theory that they used to date and they write secret messages for each other. 10 years down the line, they're still doing it. That's that's my head canon. I'm sticking to it. That's how that's a cute story, though. Yeah, it's a bit of a yeah, but so, there's yeah, there, that's a that's a that's a new thing. I'm yeah, I was reasonably excited about it this morning, and I remain I excited about it. I just learned things today. I'm all, I'm all about it. So um, the other thing is, uh, have you listened to Evanescence's? Evan, okay, first of all, what the fuck, Evanescence? Evanescence icons. Yes, but also album. <laughs> they have a new oh, album. Oh, I can't believe they're still bringing out music. I didn't know this. It's pretty random. I was actually thinking about this a while ago. How random it is that Evanescence are just... How did that song get so popular among the normies? You know? <laughs> wake me up. Wake me up. You, do you know? Like, how did that beca- the gothic song become so popular? Do you, know, do you know what it is? It is a song that is available to select on the track list of the Rip Ride Rocket in Universal Studios of Florida. <laughs> it's a pretty good song for roller coaster. Period. It is actually. It is the 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 drop like times exactly with Wake Me Up. It's amazing. Um, but oh. I think that's. I think I I would singularly 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 I would solely <laughs> <laughs> I would solely put it down to that. Okay. Rip Ride okay. Rocket. That's, okay. That's, that's their new music. So they have a new album coming out this year sometime. Uh, it's called The Bitter Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what date because we didn't write it down. <laughs> so I couldn't find a date when I was researching this earlier, actually. Okay, so it's it's called The Bitter Truth. It's coming out at some point this year. Um, but they released their first single called Waste On You, um, which I listened to earlier. Um, sadly, don't remember anything about it. <laughs> so I feel like it didn't make that good of an impression on me. But it's the sort of thing that I think will grow on me also. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What about other music that's come out this year, Courtney? Um, so we'll start with All Time Low because All Time Low are back. My boys are back. Um, <laughs> so this album is called Wake Up Sunshine. It was out on April 3rd and it's just, it's like the summer album we didn't deserve this year because we cannot go out in the summer. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So when it came out, I was like, I want to be out in a car. I want to have a cold drink. I want to be driving down a motorway, going on holiday somewhere with my sunglasses on. And I can't do that. And it's fine because we're staying inside and we're staying safe and everything's okay. Um, But it is like, I think I've expressed my feelings about the last All Time No album quite emphatically on this podcast about how much I did not like Lasting Renegade. But I can now pretend it doesn't exist because this is like the perfect. Well, yeah, I have. I have okay. you. And um, there is my favorite song on it is Monsters, which features Black Bear. It's I don't know you probably haven't heard it yet, but you will have by the time this podcast is out because I'm going to make you listen to it. Cause it's really you know what? If you, the way you're describing it, it sounds like I'm because like, you know I have like a love hate with the mostly hate, but there's that one album, uh, Dirty Work. I really like Dirty Work because it's so shit and brilliant. It's just like <laughs> it just makes me want to dance. Yeah, this is the like, same like thing, it. and I this feel like this might be the same thing from how you're describing it. Yeah, it has. It just has some stuff in it. Like not everything is brilliant, um, but there is so much on it that's just like solid, dancey, fun, uplifting. Solid, okay. dancey, fun, uplifting. That is my review. What <laughs> <a> review? <laughs> <laughs> my four-word review. Solid, dancey, up, good. What? I've forgotten already what it is. It's fine. That's what I've said about it. Um, and then the last thing in new music. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware that our uh, theme tune, our beautiful theme tune, was written by sound engineer Michael and um, his friend Alexi. And we kind of said that when they started up a band again, we would talk about them on the podcast. But they have finally formed together into a group called Fires. Um, and they released their first single, Forgotten Sons, 
Um, a couple of weeks ago, they've got another one coming out on the 18th of May. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the 18th, by the time this episode airs, the single will be out. And that one is called... Hang on. Michael, what's it called? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. I'm really terrible. Uh, hang on. Oh, Michael, I'm so sorry. I can't even pause it so you can't hear this. <laughs> um, oh, it's called Dream, and it features Annie Kavanaugh from Clarity, which is a Japanese band, which is also amazing. I'm going to put one of their songs on the playlist, too. Um, I should have shown you all of this before we started recording, but like it, um, they're really fucking good. Um, and this song is amazing so the yeah we'll put the two singles on to the playlist so you'll be able to hear them um i asked sound engineer michael if he would like to talk to us about the band um they are currently a two-piece from dublin um and they've got an ep recorded and they're just kind of slowly releasing it over the next little while so i'm very excited because it means there's music in my house again um and eventually we might get alexi on to talk a little bit about the ep when it's out probably yes that'll be really cool interviews because we could do this now yes. it's actually and it's pretty cool as well that our theme tune was written by a band an actual band theme tune written by fires Woo! Uh- <laughs> yeah we can say that now because before it was like it was written by michael and his friend alexi and now it's like it's written by fires <laughs> we've moved on up in the world this we have amazing. we're going on up going on up um oh the last thing i wanted to say um it was that I think two weeks ago, Frank Aero and the Future Violence released the video for Medicine Square Garden, which is one of the singles off their most recent album, Barriers. And I think if we go back a few episodes, um, I was talking about Barriers. It may have been in our Tom DeLonge episode. I vaguely remember this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hate Barriers. It's so terrible. It's so awful. I take that back. I'm okay. a liar. I am a very changeable liar. Um, But I think in the last little while, I really, really got into the album. Um. And then kind of went mad and ordered Frank merch. I don't know. <laughs> um, number one Frank trash now. I take it all back. Um, but not really. It just, I just I did not give it a fair enough chance. Which is why I was very careful to not say that I didn't like Hayley Williams' album. Because I actually, mm. I don't know. And it was the same with Barry's. I just didn't know. I just didn't give it the chance that it deserved. So I, I'm issuing a formal apology to Frank. <laughs> Please tell me I'm rad now. That would be nice. Yeah, you're pretty rad. Thank you. That's um, my head pat. Well done, though, for you know, for saying you know what I said something wrong and come back and I'm gonna apologize and gonna reiterate that it's nice. It's, it's good music. It's personal growth. So this is just it's personal. Just, we're all about personal growth. Yeah. Twenty twenty. It's personal growth. We can't do anything else except personally grow. We can't like. This is literally the only thing that's gonna grow personally <laughs> is ourselves. Speaking of personal growth and reflecting on things, it's there's a new Twilight book coming out. <laughs> Is that where I was going with that? Is that the segue of the year? Speaking of this, <laughs> speaking of personal growth. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think the story was that there was a countdown timer on Stephanie Meyer's website counting down to May fourth. Because <sighs> I remember seeing it and just being like, "Well, that's gonna be Midnight Sun." Was that your reaction also? Initially, yeah. I think everyone was like, oh, Midnight Sun. And then there were some people like, oh, well, it could be something to do with the host. And I was like, it's got nothing to do with the host. <laughs> Vampires are making a comeback. I'm sorry. I don't, I like, I'm announcing this now. YA books, they run on a cycle. And it's been 10 years since the last vampire. I've seen a vampire anthology being released later this year. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I will post it on social media later or next week when you hear this episode. Um, the Twilight book is now a thing. Um, and I've seen some other whisperings of vampire stories. So vampires are on their way back. They're coming um, back with 20, yeah. 20, 2020. 2019, 20, what are we? Roaring 20s, there we go. I was going to call it 2019 again. <laughs> it's 2019, part two. Um, Literally, yeah. I am not going to give myself, when I turn 27 in December, I'm not, I'm actually going to turn 26. I'm not, I'm no, not aging this no. year. I'm just. No. I should have stayed 25. 20. I turned 26 last week and my, we couldn't get 26 candles. So we had 25 candles. And honestly, I think yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing it again. Fuck no. 25 again, forget it. Um, so yeah, that book is due out on August 4th. Courtney, will you be reading it? Um, <laughs> Courtney might be doing a separate pod. I might be podcast tuning on you with another, an, a, a related podcast to this book, maybe. Um, which we will, we will. 
we will uh, learn about more closer to the time. Um, so yes, short answer, yes, I will be reading it. Um, Pretty elusive answer there, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for reasons, um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of opinions, like capital O opinions on Twilight. I've been reading a lot of um, I'm reading a lot of stuff on Tumblr in the last little while and it's not like it's you know we talked about this on this podcast before about like people like to shit on things that girls like um and like that was a big thing about Twilight was like that was like everybody kind of shat all over it because it was a thing that like teenage girls really loved and it's fun to just make fun of things teenage girls love but the point was like there was racism against the Quileute tribe and then there was um, issues among like Mormon kids saying like this was actually really harmful to them and stuff so it just kind of gave me pause for thought that okay like two things can happen with this book either she is able to 10 years later pick up exactly where she left off as in like nothing has changed she's going to write the exact same style and the exact same story and not update it to do anything with like modern opinions mm-hmm. on how relationships are or she's going to retcon a bunch of diversity um into the story which may or may not go well based on jk rowling's recent shenanigans on the internet uh, <laughs> so it's, I, I feel like only one of two things could happen if nothing changes and she's able to just go back then you know what you're getting you're getting a very very straight very heteronormative very mormon based story that plays on kind of harmful stereotypes and you can just enjoy it for what it is which is a ridiculous story about a a man who I'm sure I'm sure you know what I just keep thinking like there was an apartment somewhere in LA the other day when this announcement like announced announcement announced good job (laughs) with the English Courtney but like you know you know and there was a man sitting in a chair and his phone buzzed and then it buzzed again and it buzzed again and it was the same article over and over and over again and the man opened it and then he screamed and it was Robert Pattinson and he's just dying somewhere just really horrified by this whole thing the man was Robert Pattinson yes the man was Robert Pattinson oh and he's horrified God. so that was my that was my thought when I kind of saw the announcement so I imagine he's pretty like just praying that nobody asks him to do anything with it he's you Batman now he, book yeah. is, is basically it's just Twilight from the perspective of uh, Edward because the, of course the first one was the the first the original series was from the narration of Bella and this one is from his life there was and there was a the book was on her website year it was leaked years ago yeah, yeah. so she had written like the first and I remember draft. reading it and it was pretty shite not <laughs> um, and I don't know hopefully she's updated it I mean that's why she you know threw a tantrum about releasing it for so long was because people had it had been leaked and people had already seen parts of it and I guess at this point people don't really remember what happened and are hopeful because of nostalgia again this is the thing about emo nostalgia is such a great thing for people and it kind of been 10 years on since the first books since not since the books but it's over 10 years now since the first film oh my god i've been so old oh jesus christ Clara, no that was 2008 i think the first film yeah. i remember i think i remember watching um what I was actually watching Obama's the, the the presidential count for Obama the first time and on Bebo at the same time watching the trailer for the first one and I hadn't I hadn't I read the book just before this and I hadn't actually I didn't know what anyone looked like once I seen what they looked like I was like oh my god this is like changing my perspective of everything but that is how peak 2008 that was that I was watching Obama's election and <laughs> also watching the trailer for Twilight at the same time <laughs> God, time, time is yeah, time is a constant. Honestly, um, but yeah, it's it's from the perspective of Edward, and it's not the first book that she's released. There was the second short, short second life of Brie Tanner, which was yeah. one of the. It was a vampire created by the Voltori. Was that how they were? Voltori, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I never like actually the Collins. Um. They basically, because like, I only, when I was thinking about Brie Tanner, I was like, where did she come from? And then I had to remember back, oh yeah, there was that whole thing where there was a war against the Cullens. So basically, I think Victoria and whoever, the Volterra. Lawrence. Volteri, oh no, 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 they weren't, they weren't Volter- Volteri. It was, um, uh, 
bollocks. A fucking Jamie Calabar, Michael Sheen, and um, what's his name? What's her name? Uh, Ting Dakota Fanning. Yes, and they just they just they were they were Voltorai. Right? Yeah, is that the so name of the thing? Because I'm like, is it are Voltorai yeah, yeah, from Darren yeah. Shan? No, I'm no, like, mixing up was... my vampire sagas. <laughs> There is only one vampire saga, and no, they they were the they were they were vampires, and then vampettes were the two things in the Darren Shan saga. I'm pretty sure. Vampettes. Anyway, completely different saga, but um, it's yeah, it's interesting to think back on all these things. Because when I was thinking about when I was reading the short life of Brie Tanner, another um throwback story is and again completely telling of the time but I remember I was actually on my holidays when I was reading that book and I remember I had got it specifically to read on my holidays and I remember dipping in and out of it because in the meantime I was having a twitter fight with Ian Watkins Jesus so telling of the time isn't that bizarre when did he go to prison actually I have no idea but I'm pretty sure it started over um something to do with he he was like going to be playing with Family Force Five, who's doing a DJ set, a DJ set, a DJ set with Family Force Five when they played here. And I'm pretty sure everyone was going mad about it on Twitter because nobody liked him, and he just started replying to people, giving out to them. That's fucking God! Man. What a time! That's Jesus. Um, I'm sure. I I don't know. Maybe if you're young and you're listening to this, you don't know who Ian Watkins is. There used to be a band called um... Lost Profits. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are they called? Um, and they were like, oh, they were on the kind of the same touring side as like Pyramore and like You Meet Six and stuff. Like mm. they were from Wales. Um, and then Ian Watkins was convicted in like the early two, like the early tens, I think. Yeah. I feel like 2012, 2013 was when this happened. Um, but he's a paedophile, so that's cool. Dis- and by cool, I mean mm-hmm. fucking disgusting. Like he's yeah. a vile, vile, vile man. And he did like he he did some horrible things. Like aside from the paedophilia, other horrible things. Yeah. Too. And I'm pretty sure he'll be in prison forever. I'm not I'm not familiar with the British prison system as much as I like you know all the true crime I read I still don't really know how life in prison works in in mm. Britain but I'm pretty sure he's gone away for a really fucking long time he's a disgusting a disgusting human being um so that's yeah that's my summation of who me Watkins is but he was horrible because he was mean to Claude on the internet so that is exactly what I should say Rosen. no but honestly if you do go to read like if you want to read about it go read about it we won't tell you what he did because I really just it's quite a, it's a disgusting thing to talk about but just as a kind of a warning if you do go and look into what he's done it is it was it's, crimes against young children and we'll leave it at that yeah it's just it's heavy and I remember it being really heavy and it was like the big news story at the time because like obviously it, it takes a lot for a band to make it on the news but like this guy did such horrible things that I remember for quite a while that was like the main news story that case um yeah. so yeah that was a really big deal so yeah i think caution if you're going to google it but um we don't talk about heavy things here unless we're telling you that we're going to so we 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 always do the warnings that's yeah. that's the kids from yesterday way and there is some very like just leading on from what we said there about ian Watkins. there has been i guess we've talked about this before in the show where there's been a lot of cases of suspect like there's been people have been suspected to be predators yes um and courtney you have you had a story you were you were telling me about earlier yeah a, a most recent one actually a more recent one this is very topical. Um, yeah. Again, like, you can skip forward a couple of minutes if you don't want to hear this. We're not going to go into too much detail, but, like, just fair warnings. So, um, Davey Vanity from Blood on the Dance Floor. Um, my favourite Blood on the Dance Floor story, anecdotally, actually, is the time that they were supposed to tour Australia and had to cancel their tour because they sold six tickets. And um, I think... <laughs> deserved. That's that's what I I'm saying. Brian McFadden shit. <laughs> So um yeah that's my uh, London Dance for not very good songs are really disturbing um and the I, for years there have been rumors about Davey Vanity um and underage girls and that's kind of where we'll 
leave the suggestion at that but it's it's a thing that came up kind of over and over and over again so like they would have been very heavily involved in the scene like around the time when Jeffree Star was still making music and like all of that kind of um I don't know what you yeah but it was like that particular kind of gothic scene like where it was all like sugary like like I don't know how to yeah it was like a Hello Kitty kind of vibe I guess is kind of how you describe their music but like goth <laughs> like it was just veering out of scene into like something else and i don't like really yeah. no it like no it's like the <sighs> soft core <laughs> if you if you're familiar with any of jeffrey star's music it was like that kind of it's it's just like a screaming and also terrible like not really singing and then like really heavy dance beats I guess is like the the way to describe it it's it's like you know what it actually is you know that video like that meme uh, is it a meme is it a video I don't really know just the thing of the, the goth kids under the bridge and they're like yeah. cyber, it's like cyber goth kind of like they're all wearing like colorful leg warmers and stuff yeah, yeah. so it's like it's like cyber goth but scene I don't know genre really like like I don't understand. I'm sure you could write a lot of a genre, I'm, but I'm I don't. I'm looking them up now, and it says their genre is electronica, electropop, dance pop, and crunk crunk core. Crunk core. That's a that's a word. Jeffrey Star. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. I remember these years ago and just thinking that's a whole lot of scene nonsense, and that ain't for me. <laughs> so I didn't listen to them. You were not wrong. So I think um, every year for the last few years there has been kind of mounting suggestions that Davy Vanity has. Um, done horrible things to underage girls again you can look this up but it's gotten to the point now where so many young girls who are now adult women have come forward that um, the the dude who does To Catch a Predator is looking into maybe doing a special on this which says a lot like the it police says a lot about the times are in doesn't it but like what are the police doing what is the world doing <laughs> the Catch a Predator guy is always here for us um, so yeah he's kind of looking into it now um, I have seen kind of anecdotally people kind of suggesting that he's been following people and trying to message them on Instagram and he's using like secret accounts and stuff um, he does seem to have a few and he does seem to be kind of he. so he seems to be trying to contact people on Instagram there's a whole lot of stuff kind of going on there it's just it, it keeps coming up on my timeline um but I do I do feel like it's one of those things that was known for a really long time and you kind of find that with cases like this where it's like everybody knows and then evidence starts to come forward that really supports that maybe this is a, an actual thing that needs to be dealt with so I think that's a that is the story on Davy Vanity. So I think uh, Vice did a whole thing. <laughs> the, the article is called uh, "Who Is Davy Vanity?" and it's a very good question because if like I mean you shouldn't have heard of Blood on the Dance Floor. I feel like I shouldn't have heard of Blood on the Dance Floor. Mm. Um, I will say fair warning with the Vice article though. Like they kind of reference Blood on the Dance Floor being like sexually inappropriate with their their audience, but I feel and I'm not defending them in any way, but I feel like there was a time in the mid nineties when bands would just say stuff that was kind of sexually inappropriate to their teenage audience. And I do feel like referencing that now, while it does, yes, support the fact that he is perhaps mm-hmm. an actual predator that must be caught. I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I feel like redefining times based on, we can look back and go, that was inappropriate. But I don't know if you can single out that one band as like they did this when we know of a lot of bands that did that. So I do I do have like thoughts about the the way the article is written, and um, mm-hmm. but generally it's a good overview if you want to start with that. But definitely content warning for some nasty shit. Some nasty shit. So back in episode seventeen, which had the fluffy title of Tumbly Runs Our Tumbler, um, we did actually cover this in more detail. We spoke about groupies and we spoke about the evolution of the groupie. Um, and we kind of we we did kind of. Obviously, we are both people who believe in bodily autonomy and you have the right to do whatever you want with your body. But we kind of spoke about the difference between a groupie and a fangirl and where those words came from. And I think uh, it's a pretty good episode. Uh, It kind of it gives more context, I guess, to especially because now the emo scene 
and the emo scene that's happening at, at the present there's like the, us the old school old school emos who are into Paramore and Mike Ham and whatever and then there's newer emos which maybe listen to this which are emo music is Post Malone and Lil Peep and stuff like that where maybe the if you want some in, information on the history of emos we are emo anthropologists as a journalist has called us so we're going to stick with that so if you want to find out more I guess about the, the kind of the cultural context around um sexual consent and stuff like that in the emo scene in the noughties uh that's a good starter point yeah you, if you're definitely i think that's a really good um a good place to be um actually speaking of we did kind of talk about fandoms and fandom spaces before i do want to really quickly mention there is a book um so there's an author called lauren james and she's a young adult author um she's written some she's written some really fucking good so she's a scientist she has like Mm -hmm. multiple degrees in science she is awesome um but she wrote a book recently called the quiet at the end of the world which is about a pandemic and now she's a bit like oh (laughs) (laughs) um but she has been for the last like few months she um she had written a thing called um an unauthorized fan treaties 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 i don't know how to say it it's a book anyway um so if you were familiar with the kind of fandom um drama back in the day of like the Cathy Clare plagiarism thing and like stuff that happened on Live Journal and um just generally the idea of like how involved fan fans tend to get into fandom spaces and like fandom I mean we could could have referenced this earlier when I was like Bert and Jared are together <laughs> <laughs> but like this kind of like I'm I'm half joking there is a lot of people who aren't um this is a so this book basically she released it online so she had like a Patreon but she also released it for free so it's the Tumblr is called uh, it's Gotti G O T T I E writes and it's like the full twenty nine chapters of the book are there and it is so fucking good. It's like a murder mystery, mm-hmm. but it's told in like blog post format. So like you have a blog post and then you have like comments and like all the information is there. It's it's so good. Um, I think she was talking about earlier. She just finished. She only finished it up today. So like I just finished it. It's so good. Um, but she's talking about releasing it at some point with her publisher, so it won't be up online forever. But um, it's amazing. So like, if you are really interested in fandom theory and how fandoms work, and like, because I think even reading it, I got really into it because I was just like, this just reminds me of every fucking fandom yeah. I've ever been in, because there's like, it centers around a fictionalized TV show called Lock and Ness, and the the girl who is the writing the blog post is obsessed with two of the characters who play, who are in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and like them in real life and are they together aren't they and it kind of reminded me of like the Dan and Phil fandom a little bit it reminded me of like the One Direction fandom a little bit and it's just like the amount of like stress I felt <laughs> reading this just like oh god <laughs> so I, I yeah it's I definitely I get this is like obviously like Lauren clearly understands fandoms like a lot like she seems to be yeah. a fan of things herself so she understands it hugely <laughs> a fan of things so she she like properly understands it so um, I really recommend that as as a thing to read, and it's free. So like, if you're bored and you're like, I mean, if you can donate to her Patreon, that would be really cool. I think you can also buy her a coffee as well. That all those links are on Gotti Rights, but um, it is free to read if you want to, and um, I would recommend that a lot. You convinced me. Do it seriously. Do it. it. So as we come to the end of the first episode in our second season, like we promised you, we would bring you. 2020 predictions i know it's the middle of 2020 but look what's gonna happen in fairness we didn't actually start the podcast until around this time last year anyway it's been a year pretty it's much been a year so yeah. we didn't give you your 2020 2019 predictions until the middle of the year so fair enough we'll go again and give them in the middle of the year this year <laughs> courtney what are your personal predictions for this year jesus um even what would you like to see happen like based of based on even take an educated guess. <laughs> take an educated guess. I would like to see someone manage to do a remote gig. So, like, not a recording or whatever. Like, I mean, at some yeah. point that, like, either my chem or, like, Fallout Boy or somebody managed to do, like, a you can pay, like, a fiver or whatever that goes to charity to attend a gig um, over Zoom or, like, some way of doing it that you can watch a live acoustic set. Because I've seen a few people do it. So I would like to see somebody I love perform yeah. this year that's that's my I would like this so I've seen all time low we're doing a thing where if you bought the album from um their UK distributor website you also got a ticket 
and it was limit 300 but you could attend a live zoom um acoustic set and then there was a meet and greet afterwards and I had it in my basket and then I thought no <laughs> because like I I don't know how that's going to go this was like highly experimental the the group had never done it they'd obviously never done this I mean they've been doing their own like live stream hangouts and yeah. stuff with the band um but this is new territory and I I didn't I didn't want to do it because <laughs> I was like I will not be the guinea pig for this um but that, I, I feel like this could be a thing that maybe works out this could be a thing that yeah. bands manage to do, especially if they limit it or whatever to the amount of people that can show up. Um, it could be a really cool thing. So I would like to see that. Maybe my camera do it. Maybe Frank would do it. Maybe who knows? We'll, we'll we will see. But that is my prediction that like more bands will figure out a way of doing small acoustic sets, especially like if rules loosen a little bit and you're allowed to be mm. in the same space with small groups. That might work a little bit better. Um, but we don't know. We, we will see. Oh yeah, I definitely think the what's happening at the moment is giving people an opportunity to do things that they've never done before in terms of like what technology is allowing to do. Because with invention of the internet and like us obviously recording this podcast remotely, there's so many things that people can do and can, you know, it'll probably going to bring this, hopefully it will, bring this whole new era of accessibility to people who, you know, bands are based in London they're based in the US they're based wherever and it's given fans around the world more accessibility to get to see the people that they love again doing sets or meeting them and things like that which I think is really cool and based off kind of that idea that I think people are going to get really fucking bored in um isolation I think I hope one of my 2020 predictions is that some stage we're going to see and maybe it's just a hope in the bottom of my heart somewhere um i think we're going to see some sort of cobra starship mini reunion live video i'm thinking they're going to do like a like even if it's just gabe and ryland doing instagram live together or like gabe and victoria doing instagram live together which i can see happening i can see that happening yeah i just feel like they're gonna like get nostalgic um out of boredom and be like feck it we'll get the band back together or something like that is going to happen there's I feel like there's definitely going to be some sort of thing there my other prediction for 2020 and again it's something that I hope from the bottom of my heart will happen is I feel like there might be a new MCR song mainly because of all the tours they had planned yeah and I hope I hope they stick to that plan yeah we don't know they had but we hope that they had the plan and we hope they stick to it I hope (laughs) they had they had a plan to be like you know, hey, we're playing lots of gigs and then like, hey, here's a new album or at least a new song or something. I do feel like that's something that they probably had in the works for whether they were going to release it just after the tour or before. Um, Maybe not a whole album, but I definitely feel like we might get a new song. That that's all really I think awesome. that might happen. That's, I mean, we're, we're short on predictions, but I think the scope of what can actually happen in 2020 is smaller the possibilities are smaller than they were last year last year the the possibilities were endless because we did not know the world we were going to live in but now I think like we can be more selective about our choices but I I think they're solid I think we have three predictions there those are not bad that's that's pretty good um I think to finish up we should maybe talk a little bit about what music we're listening to so I I mean I spent the morning listening to all of the homework that I was supposed to do like <laughs> from when I knew we were recording today um <laughs> I'm not always last minute but sometimes I am so um I think things that I'm mostly listening to right now are I've been really into Frank obviously I <laughs> hence the apology um earlier in the episode I've also been listening to a band called Dinosaur Pileup they are a small band from Leeds uh, small I mean small is mean I think they have done a, a UK or a US tour I'm, and they played here in December and I just regretted not going to see them because I was like oh maybe they're a band that I would be interested in and I didn't listen and I, re- I regret but um they released an album last year um so 2019 and it was called Celebrity Mansions and a friend of mine actually was like have you heard of this band before and I was like yes I have but I haven't listened to them and then regretted Im- immediately not getting into them sooner uh, so there's like really solid things on there like I'm really into um thrash metal cassette um it was a really fucking good song there's also a, a northern Irish band called Sugar Wolf oh interesting okay um they've got a single coming out next week I think um and I've been listening to them they only have a couple of things up because I'm listening on Apple Music I think they have a little maybe have a couple more older stuff a couple more older stuff 
Um, but their most recent song that they released last year was called Scared of the Dark, and I am so into it. Like, I think if you like, um, <laughs> I don't know who to compare it to. <laughs> you like it's music. like if you if you like music. No, it's like if you like you like how powerful Lady Gaga's voice is. This girl has got like fucking like she just she has bars. So it's like that strong kind of like I don't know, it's really good. Like it's it's rock, but it's also kind of just like a little bit alternative. I don't know. I I'm super into that. Um I've been listening to as well, two as well. Um obviously All Time No's new album. I am All Time No Trash. Um I've been listening to Against Me, um, Transgender Dysphoria Blues it was an album that came out in like twenty thirteen, but like it's it's really fucking good. Um, what else? I'm not sure what else. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think I have like, I have the capacity to listen to like three things at once, but that's it. Um, what about you? I have been listening to Hayley Williams, of obviously. Course. My other, uh, I don't know if you've heard of a band called Muna. Yes, I have. Okay. I'm obsessed with Muna. They do describe themselves as like music for emos yeah they're not emos or something they said um they're really good they are kind of pop but they're i just you know i've never listened to like obviously i I love paramore and i love mc and i love this that and the other but i've never actually listened to a band and really just felt so authentically myself before until i listened to muna their new album um was called save the world or saves the world and it's it's fucking good it's kind of like i'd say alanis morissette mixed with paramore yeah, yeah I would agree with that. You know, Sugar Wolf kind of reminds me of Muna as well, a little bit. Oh, really? like there's there's like a little there's a little something in there that I'm like, yes. Um I'm really into Biggest Fan. That's like my obviously like that's everybody's oh, number favorite. one fan. Oh my god. Oh, number one fan, yeah. The biggest fan. I'm such a big fan of this, <laughs> of this song that I don't know the name of. Number one fan. Um I listened to that. <laughs> I listened to it on repeat like a while ago because I was like, oh I'll give them a go. Um really fucking good. I really, really like that good good solid choice really decent i've also been listening to a lot of i i don't really listen to male artists just out of like it's not even out of like i'm not listening to men it's just kind of out of preference almost i like to listen to a lot of female pop musicians i'm listening to a lot of casey musgraves lately as well um she's like a country music artist but like her latest album was very pop kind of country really really love that vibe and dua lipa's new album is 80s inspired it's dance music is poppy it's i love like throwing it on when i'm like cleaning or something it just gives me the vibes and the energy to keep going i know you know these suggestions are or what i've been listening to isn't exactly emo but uh it's it's what i've been loving and like your tastes are valid everybody's tastes are valid and i think the really fun thing about this podcast is that although like we're kind of emo focused we have a lot of scope for the stuff around the periphery because like alternative is not just one thing and I think that's a really important that's that's our message of the day alternative is not just one thing um I do want to add one other thing that I have been listening to obsessively is um the Beetlejuice the musical soundtrack (laughs) 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 because that's who I am as a person (laughs) that's true why not why not it's it's musical I've also been listening to um Megan Thee Stallion, who is an absolute icon, she just brought a new, a new song with Beyonce. And if you don't know, Beyonce is my idol, my icon. Oh. I love her so much. I know. Don't yeah. worry. Just, I know. It's for the fans, Courtney, the fans, yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. So, that is everything we have for you guys for this week. I hope you enjoyed um, being here with us today. <laughs> <laughs> and always um this was fun i'm really glad i missed you terribly this is you too and um, so we're kind of going to be back on a uh you know a semi-regular schedule we have some things up our sleeves our flannel sleeves <laughs> <laughs> our pajama tops okay we have yeah. some things up our pajama top <laughs> just in my pockets i have pockets i'm really pleased about it i'm wearing like men's tracksuit bottoms and i'm like wow this is what it feels like to have pockets to put your hands in and that's where i have my my things and um, so yeah we have some cool episodes coming up in the next little while and we hope you are looking forward to joining us on this 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 journey that be season two if you have any suggestions of things you would like us to talk about <laughs> just fucking send them to us kids me yesterday pod at gmail.com or on instagram no kids me yesterday pod at gmail.com or on 
Yeah, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Tumblr, that's all the same. And then on Twitter, we are Kids from Widay Pod. Um, send us a message or whatever. Like, if you have a conspiracy or a fandom theory or like a song, or if you're in a band yourself and you want us to listen to your music, and then we will say really unintelligent things about it because we don't actually know what to talk about music. You know more than I do, but like, <laughs> I said things about brain space earlier. I can't promise you anything good, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Sure, we'll we'll do our research and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll do our best. That's what we do. We'll do our best. That's all anyone can ask from anyone at this time is their best. So anyway, anyway, um, just to leave you with the fact that this podcast was our best. (laughs) This is our very best. We hope everyone is safe and well. And we really, really do mean that. We hope that everyone's keeping um, okay during these times because it's difficult and it's different. And it may not be for everyone's liking. Courtney and I were just talking before we started about how much we fucking love being at home. Yeah, I'm a big... (laughs) it's not for everyone, so big fan of staying inside um so if you can if you're not working or if you are able to stay indoors because you understand obviously there is privilege associated with being able to stay inside but if you can stay in uh fucking wash your damn hands um if you live in a country where your government is horribly incompetent i'm really fucking sorry i just like god like we thought ours was (laughs) we thought ours was bad yeah so um, we all looked at britain the other day well yesterday it'll be a few weeks ago at the point this was out and we're all like bitch what are you doing <laughs> that's yeah that's pretty how, much that is how i feel um so yeah we're really fucking sorry if that's if that is the reality you're living in um all we can ask is that you stay as safe as you can and we will try be here to be as distracting as possible yeah that's all we can do we can do our best do our best bye bye guys <laughs>